There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, did you have good intentions, Adele? Because we're not feeling that right now from you. Bitter. We're so bitter. Oh, sing that song, please. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. I'm telling you, every time I listen to that song, I hear it differently now. Like, I don't think anybody's going to go easy on you, girl. Okay. Uh, but that's not why we're here. We uh, came together at this moment to ask you a question, and that question is, what TV show do you think deserves the musical treatment? 651-641-1071, that's the number to call. Bradley, why are we asking? Starting here, starting now, because I read yesterday over at the People magazine that one of my favorite favorite shows of all time is getting the musical treatment this year frankly it's going to be running in the uk from july 22nd until august 6th it is none other than great british bake-off the musical stop this is amazing i'm super excited because you know it's funny all of the all of the shows that i am obsessed with with the exception of perhaps golden girls of late have been um british in nature and the great british baking show is um chief among them i mean now look like a lot of people you probably have a lot of questions Mm -hmm. or maybe you don't i mean i know you've watched oh no i have a lot of uh questions um, and some of those questions I might have answers to, but what I can tell you from the get-go is that this iconic reality series, reality competition series, which we call the Great British Baking, uh, Show. Baking Show, which you know overseas is called the Great British Bake Off, is being adapted to a stage musical comedy this summer at the Everyman Theatre in Cheltenham, and it's literally just called Great British Bake Off the Musical. What questions do you have? I'm happy to answer while we're waiting for people to call and share with us their favorite TV show that they think deserves the musical treatment. 651-641-1071. Go ahead, Colleen. I just am wondering, like, plot-wise, like, what's, how does this work, right? Because it's a reality show. So how do you take a reality show and then turn it into a plot-driven musical? And will there be real baking? That's my second question. You know, I hope there is, because do you remember, what was the show where they had the pies... I, 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 I was where you just, could go up and have pie. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. We did but I this. can't remember. It's the Waitress. I think it's just called The Waitress yes, based yes, yes. on that movie, it right? It was. It was. Uh-huh. And um, you could actually go up and have pie. Anyway, uh, here's the plot as we know it. Take eight amateur bakers and two presenters, two iconic judges, the most delicious score, and the result is the ultimate showstopper. 
Find out who will triumph as Star Baker and who will fall foul of a soggy bottom. Expect heartwarming characters, ounces of laughter, and mouth-watering music in this brand new and original British musical suitable for the whole family. Oh my so gosh, British. I love it. I so love it. Who even cares if it's good? That's sort of how I feel about it. Well, you know, like that's just good, clean fun. I will tell you, it's going to be good because uh, the musical comes from two people who are based in London and who have done a lot of musical theater in the past, including but not limited to um, the musical The Secret Diary of Adrian Mole, Aged 13 and Three Quarters, Treasure Island, Little Red Riding Hood, Chicken Little, etc. So I think we have reason to believe that this is actually going to be a fun show. Hmm. Now, my question, and I don't have an answer for this, maybe it's your question too, when would, if at all, will we be able to see yeah, the show it coming in the United here? States? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that I do We don't not have know. that answer. No. Uh, but, you know, like any good show, you imagine that um, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. If it's worth seeing, it'll come here. Which it sounds like it's got a good team, so it could be worth seeing. Six, yeah, and absolutely. It's, you know, and that show is so popular here, it, it seems like it would do well here. Oh, I feel like we'd be all about it. Right? Y'all be yeah. swell. <laughs> Y'all be, be great. Be great. Gonna have your whole cake on, on a, a plate. plate. Exactly. 651-641-1071. What TV show would you like to see made into a stage musical? I just want this musical about the Great British Bake Off to have cakes with dancing legs oh. in high yes. heels. Yeah. yeah. And we can I have hope a for whole that as well. Cavalcade of trifles and uh, croissants uh-huh. and other Maybe things. Maybe a cookie. Maybe a cookie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's got to well, be like that. You have to have a Swiss meringue, maybe an Italian meringue, mm-hmm. and you know something falling and somebody talking about soggy bottoms. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I would also imagine that they are going to st- you know, create characters, the iconic judges. Um, Prue Leith and um, Paul Hollywood. I'm like, if they're not going to create cookie cutouts of these individuals, I would imagine they're going to create some iconic characters in that vein. So I don't know if they're going to create verbatim some of these characters, but certainly, certainly, um, you know, that's what it's. You're going to feel like you're watching an episode of the show. If you were hallucinating on mushrooms, what a great, what, like, what a great concept! I, I give, I give kudos to uh, whoever dreamed this up as an option. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What TV show would you like to see made into a stage musical besides this, Bradley? Is there anything that springs to your mind? Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I just realized I was like pressing this button and I was like, they don't swear, do they? I have a Golden Girls button where it just plays <laughs> Golden Girls quotes. Of course, they don't swear. Yeah. Anyway, um, that was Blanche saying eat tra- or eat dirt and what is it? Eat dirt and die trash. Anyway, I think the Golden Girls musical and oh. I know there are sort of like off, off, off Broadway versions of this, but I think a Broadway musical of mm-hmm. the Golden Girls has to be in the works. Does it yeah. not? Oh, I mean, yeah. come on. If it's not, especially. It's, yeah. Especially with, you know, the world falling in love again and again and again with Betty White. Uh, May she rest in peace. Right. right? And the reunion is complete. Like the heavenly reunion uh, has has taken place. What about you? Like what show would you love? I'm sure you have several. I know you're going to totally make fun of this answer. The Crown? Yes. No. Um, Actually, 
Grey's home, Anatomy. Your home, your HGTV. Oh, yeah. Grey's, T- or Grey's TV. Grey's Anatomy would be a great one. Well, I think. and here's why. And actually, it sort of has become a cult favorite. There is a musical episode of Grey's Anatomy. It's It was... I think it was probably roundly panned when it happened. It was so... We were like, what? They're all singing? Um, but they did. And... Uh, it, but it has turned into like people have like re fallen in love with that weird episode, and I would love to see that on the stage. I think that would be great. And they're going to be pushing yeah. around hospital beds. Yes, and they yes, and kick in and stretch. Yes. And there'll be a like musical plane crash at the end. Yeah, where... and like yeah. pulling intestines out of, and then like tr- you know like ribbons. Just <laughs> no, get, get, just a like, side out note. of the magic hat yes. or something like. <laughs> Colleen. I recently watched mm-hmm. a clip of Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. And? And? What is going on on that show? Man, so what much. is it's going so much. on what is on your that question? show? <laughs> my, my one question to you Hollywood's is, getting, like, regular work. Why? The thing about Grey's Anatomy is that you have to suspend a lot of disbelief. There's so much tragedy that goes on oh. at that hospital. It's awful. Also, it doesn't like, even function. Also, they, it, the, all the doctors are having sex all the time, and which, which I would say, don't go to that hospital. They're all preoccupied with doing each other. I'm also, just it's like an episode of, of Murder, She Wrote. Like, do not go anywhere near Jessica Fletcher right. because that woman, somebody going to end up dead and it's it won't true. be her. In that small little um, town, so many people die Holly, in. Holly, if I were going to ask you what show you would turn into a musical, what would you say? Um, What modern... Sh- now, can it be any show? Can it yeah, be a care. modern I mean, show? No rules. I want a music- musical-fied version of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I want them to kick, and I want them to stretch. That would be kind oh, of fun. That would be kind of fun. Yeah. So it would just be little musical vignettes. You know, I'm actually surprised that we don't have more TV that has turned into musicals. We have a lot of movies of late, right, that are turned into musicals, mm-hmm. and frankly... Having seen a fair amount of them, I think I can honestly say, and I think you would agree, Colleen, that um, most of them leave a little something to be desired, mm-hmm. with a very few exceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, one of them. But mm-hmm. um, I'm surprised we haven't gotten more television stage I, adaptations. I agree with you. I, I, I just... I don't know. I question people's creativity or, you know, it's sort of like when you do a biopic, we talk about how the best biopics focus in on a very small period of time. I think a lot of times with like a beloved TV show, you have a tendency to think you need to cram in all of the the things that people love and remember about that TV show. And maybe that can feel really daunting, but there is a way to do it. And I wish somebody, you know, I, I wish people so. would get real yeah. creative and facts and of make life. The musical. Oh, can you believe? I mean, oh come my on. Goodness. I would be so what about Lucy? Mm-hmm. Bosom Buddies, the musical. Yes, please. Yes. Really like any of the like TV shows that you grew up watching. Who's the boss? The musical. It's yeah. called Angela. 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 There's yeah. just a whole, the title song is, yeah. the title Angela. track is Angela. With an exclamation point. <laughs> yes. When we come And there's back... just a van driving around. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we have, we, we have to get together as a family and have a quick little conversation about an old sex tape. Um, and specifically the sex tape that Kanye was talking about uh, that involved Kim and Ray J. The second one, the one that 
never saw the light of day, allegedly because of him. We have to have a little conversation as a family about that after this on My Talk 1071. We have to talk about a sex tape on the Colleen and Bradley show. Fun. My Talk 1071, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, and there's a specific sex tape that we have to talk about. It's this second sex tape that uh, Kanye told us about in an interview that he allegedly had to take a red eye to go pick up from Ray J. Um, it was another Ray J. Kim Kardashian alleged sex tape. Uh, and Bradley has all the details on uh, Kim's reaction and the rest of the Kardashians. Am I right? Yeah, I want to talk about this second sex tape business because it was mentioned yesterday during, I think, like a Dirt Alert update or something like that. And I know we know what Kanye said because that was the story, right? Mm-hmm. That in this interview that he sat down and did that we talked about yesterday, he alleged that he went and picked up recently the second sex tape on a laptop from Ray J. And um, so we know that story. But I do find the Kardashians' response to this interesting. Like, and I'll tell you what it is, but why are they clarifying this in a they 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 actually responded to this in a statement versus what they typically do in mm. these stories hit where they don't say anything directly. It's all sort of behind the scenes um, through sources. Through sources, yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, and they're very very careful to pick their words and they speak about this directly on the record. I'll tell you what that is in a moment, but. Literally, remember, these are the people that were made famous. Why? Uh, Because of Kim's sex tape. Yeah. So then it's interesting that they go to many places, but one of them is TMZ with a headline, no new Ray J sex tape on laptop Kanye retreat, implying, no, there's no new sex tape. So apparently, according to the story in TMZ, there's only one Kim K and Ray J sex tape in the universe. And while Kim is thankful that Kanye retrieved a laptop with footage from Ray, apparently TMZ was told there's nothing sexual about the unseen content. Uh, Let's see. After review, there was nothing sexual unseen, meaning there's nothing that the public hasn't seen that, that is sexual. Okay. After review, uh, only footage on the plane on the way to Mexico and footage at a club and restaurant on the same trip. Kim remains firm in her belief that there's no second sex tape that exists. Sources close to Kim, and that was part of their statement, Mm -hmm. by the way. Okay. Their overt statement. But now sources are telling TMZ from Kim's behalf that while the sex tape has been a source of embarrassment, she won't forget Kanye's gesture in retrieving the material. So basically saying like... It was nice of him. It was very nice of him to do. Uh Uh-huh. And then it goes on to talk about them co-parenting. I go back to the question, which is like, they're very specific about coming, like surfacing. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To say there is no second sex tape. 
which to me yeah. is so interesting because like, why do you feel the need to come out and share this when there are like 50 other questions we would like to ask you about? And the one that you're responding to is about another sex tape. Um, by the way, the only reason we are continuing to talk about you on a daily basis can be traced all the way back to this infamous sex tape. And actually, I think that's partly why. Okay, I, tell me more. I, because I think, like, you know, you say this every once in a while uh, at appropriate moments. When a person addresses something directly, it means... When a celebrity addresses something directly, it means they got got somebody got to something about it got to them something bothers them yeah so i actually think that there's a lot of sensey uh sensitivities around the fact that they were all born from the kim kardashian ray j sex tape and i think they have tried very hard to come a long way and class up the joint and be um you know, not be the family that was discovered by a sex tape. Um, and I think they don't, they, they really want to shut down any conversation about another sex tape because they don't want to be, they don't want to be, when they speak through, um, through sources, that sort of changes the narrative a little bit. When they say forcefully, there is no other sex tape. You can't, there's no nuance there. That's the Kardashians saying there isn't one, like sh- trying to shut down the conversation because they don't want to be associated with that anymore. Holly, I've got I a little like celebrity gossip mystery. Oh, drop it. Oh. Blinded by the item. I, I could feel I, you like waiting to so deliver. Excited. So go for it. All right. Birthing this celebrity gossip mystery. Technically, there's Push no. It out. Oh, technically, there's no second sex tape. Mm hmm. It was an all-in-one, and certain extreme acts were removed. So, yes, the illiterate reality star is correct, but her A-list ex also knows what these scenes contain and can make things very uncomfortable should he describe them for the world. Mm. It has been discussed before, but coming from an ex would just give it much more attention. Mm. Do we know what that is, by the way? Because I know that's probably gross and nasty, and I don't want to know, but do we know? I don't. I don't. And D lawyer says yeah, maybe either. somebody does at some point. Maybe it was discussed. Well, I'm sure so, Kanye knows, and I'm sure that that's a point of contention. So this is this. Yes. So I think Colleen, exactly what you said. Something got to them, which this blind item in turn points out, but also explains the blind item does that the careful acknowledgement and appreciation first mm-hmm. person from a Kardashian mm-hmm. of Kanye's behavior. I mean, it, it explains why they would be so clear mm-hmm. to thank Kanye for his his due diligence, right? Yes. Because they don't want him to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, they're like, don't tiptoe into the mess. Yeah. Stay over here and be nice. Like, there's nothing else but thanks, Kanye. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to tiptoe directly into the mess because we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is D Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. 
Who's your D-bag? I mean, it's kind of Khloe Kardashian, but also mostly the Daily Mail, but also all the Kardashians. Um, and just general, I mean, like this, it's just big. Okay, so here's here's the story from the Daily Mail headline. Khloe's Revenge Body 2.0. Kardashian parades her sensational figure in a skin-tight beige ensemble and Gucci logo thigh-high boots after splitting from cheating Tristan Thompson. <gasps> oh, man. Um, first of all, dear Daily Mail, I long for a day when a woman being outside uh, isn't regarded as parading her figure or flaunting her anything. Um, you know, she's just moving her body through time and space. The reason why everybody's my D-bag here is because I just feel like part of Chloe's life storyline is this Revenge Body brand, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, she had a series called, like, Revenge Body. Right. So we knew that this was coming. That, like, Chloe was... And they kind of floated it out there pretty early on. There was... um, there was maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, there was a story in the Daily Mail that was like, Chloe is out in public for the first time looking slender. And I'm like, you know, she's just looking like Chloe. She looks great. She looks fan. This outfit is fantastic. And she's looks Although these boots. I do not understand what's going on. Uh, you know, rich look, people, are weird things. But she looks like she's wearing like bags. Yeah. It looks like like designer clothing bags on her feet. But she looks... But whatever, that's a minor point. Yeah, she looks great. She looks awesome. Yeah, she looks fine. She's yeah. out shopping with her sister. Oh, look, the cameras are all around her. You can see she's got her microphone pack on, so obviously this will show up in... Well, the new series of the Kardashians. Yeah. Can I also just point out how, like, their masks are color-coordinated to their outfits? Their outfits. Oh, for sure. Of course they are. Oh, of course God. they are. And I'm sure they have people to do that, but still, yeah. it just seems like a layer. Like, I'm, <laughs> my masks are not color coordinated. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes you just wear what you got, right? Yeah. But they do have people for that. Uh, mm. I just, I just, you know, I want to be free of the, the Kardashian um, archetypes. That's it. There's like an expectation for Chloe that she'll either be poor Chloe or revenge body Chloe. Well, this is the thing, right? Like, so if she looks great in public, it's revenge body Chloe. If she looks frump a dump in public, she is poor Chloe. Uh So like, I guess in this regard, I will say like, these are unfiltered um, photos. And like, I don't understand why she filters herself so much because her unfiltered self looks looks fantastic. Yeah. I will also say she already has, like, I don't know, I feel like surgically filtered herself. So why you pay all that well, money yeah, on the surgery sure. if you're then just going to put the free filter on? Yeah, for sure. Anyway, she's my D. They're, it's just it's just D-baggy. It's just like a D-bag. It's a D-bag essence. Oh, that's a very, well, and this is a Kardashian. This is a deep vein mm-hmm. of D-bagginess that transcends just the Daily Mail. Because I feel like they're in cahoots. You know, the Daily Mail makes money off of the Kardashians doing what they do. The Kardashians make money off of what the the Daily Mail does. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a symbiotic relationship, perhaps parasitic. I'm not sure which one's the parasite and which one's the host. And frankly, it probably depends on any given day mm-hmm. how that relationship is structured. But um, there's plenty of D-bag 
to go around in this particular case. Yeah. That said, like, can we just announce the show already? Thank Please. you. Please. Or not announce. No, like, start when it. Is it coming? Get like, it going. Just, and, and the reason I say that is not because I want to watch, and maybe we'll watch an episode or something to see if there's anything genuinely different or unique. I doubt, but... I think that the importance of the show coming out will give us like some, it will release a valve Mm -hmm. for the media constantly, you know, giving us like, it'll just allow the time, (laughs) the, the Kardashian time continuum to sort of catch up to reality. It'll allow some of the, the steam to escape from the pressure of all of their like stories that they don't want to talk about, but are constantly out and about just like simmering yeah yeah so it'll just like hurry up already we want we need the relief it's like popping a zit it's popping (laughs) a pop culture zit who's your d-bag brad uh my d-bag is rfk jr what (laughs) yeah it's a deep one and i don't care i'm just like i saw this headline and i'm like this is and it's in people so whatever (sighs) woof yeah, People you can say that again. Really need to keep their mouths <laughs> shut. So, of course, the nephew of Robert Kennedy, uh, that is the son of Robert F. Kennedy, that is Robert F. Kennedy Jr., is apologizing for some remarks he made recently about um, vaccines, which he doesn't apparently approve of. Mm-hmm. And um, he brought up in the uh, conversation about the vaccines he doesn't agree with. He brought up, of all things, Hitler. No. Uh, the Alps. No. And Anne Frank. And I don't even want to tell you what he said because I just don't want to give it any more air. But Thank you. Can, you. You've probably already heard these things. And he, he, he tried to make some kind of... He didn't try. He failed miserably uh, making a comparison between um, the Holocaust and vaccines. And, um, you know, his comments rightfully were broadly condemned by the world, uh, mm-hmm. as well as social media, but also the Auschwitz Memorial, which if you don't follow on Twitter, you should, because they're always, um, in addition to spreading some like really good information, are always good at, you know, bringing attention to people who are not good at spreading good information. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're a museum um connected to Auschwitz of course the Auschwitz memorial anyway m- the point is like y- you can make your your points as ignorant and uneducated as or anti-science as they might be without having to bring in the memory of a victim of the holocaust Thank you. from from however many years ago now that has been like you just can keep those words those names those people those memories out of your mouth. Period, yeah. End of keep story. it separate. Can I can I tell you something that might make you feel not better? That might mm, that that might delight you about this story. No, that's not the right word either. Uh, his wife is oh, yeah. a famous Called actress. His she sure did. Mm. Cheryl Hines. A lot of people know her from Curb Your Enthusiasm. She said publicly i mean she tweeted on tuesday uh that she said my husband's reference to anne frank at a mandate rally in dc was reprehensible and insensitive and then she went on and she also said his opinions are not a reflection of my own and i just think i would love to have been a fly on the wall at their home 
Oh, God. When I can't even begin to imagine. She heard that and was like... Also, how do you end up with a person that makes those... I don't know. I know that's... Like, people... Love is a weird thing, man. Mm -hmm. But, oof. Mm. I I hope that tested their relationship because it should. Well... But you're absolutely right. And my Um, hope is that, that, you know, if they are in a relationship, uh, there must be some love there. And that she, you know, was... She had the opportunity to say publicly how she feels. And my hope is that that caused him to listen in a different way, too. Well, he did, you know, and and in telling you the story, it comes from the article in People wherein he apologizes. Mm -hmm. And we should say that he did apologize. And he says, I apologize for my reference to Anne Frank, especially to families that suffered the Holocaust horrors. My intention was to use example. I'm not even going to say what, what his intention was. It doesn't matter. Like, you just don't do that. It's yeah, you not, don't touch like, it. Like, if that's not obvious to you, like, I think we all learned by about, what, high school, college? Like, you don't I think, need to yeah. draw Nazi comparisons to pretty much anything other than Nazis. Right. Like, that's just enough. Um, <laughs> I do also just want to, well, I don't want to nitpick his apology, but I do just... I do just want to point out the one sentence that irks me. To the extent my remarks caused hurt, I am truly and deeply sorry. But only that. But far. only that far. Like yeah. beyond that, only to that I, I don't. Extent. I don't beyond really that, apologize. Yeah. But that is like a crafty way of saying if this upset you or hurt you, then I'm sorry. But beyond that, he's just not. I don't know. Listen, I'm. I again would just wish to be a fly on the wall. At his home, where his wife has read him separate bedrooms. Oh yeah, (laughs) separate properties. I'm guessing. But well, yes. When you're a Kennedy, you probably have the resources. You have multiples. Yeah. Oof, that was a fitting d bag, Bradley. Today, thank you very much for for sharing that one. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I've got a combo platter. We've never done something quite like this. This is a D bag double down with a side of a Chonus bonus. So get ready for a lot coming at you. When we come back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk, one Oh seven one happening. Holly, thank you for that. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. Now, Holly, I'm going to let you get real creative uh, with the audio here because we have a combo platter. D-bag double down with a side of a Chonus bonus. Oh, boy! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Jonas bonus. Yes. Wow, that's a lot. That was great. You're hungry? Yeah. Okay, well, good, because I'm about to put a big old heap and help and a (laughs) Jonas bonus on your plate. Uh, Thank you. Okay, so have you noticed this? Have you noticed this phenomenon, Bradley? Ever since the Chonai uh, announced this baby, Priyanka Priyanka Chopra Chopra and Nick Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. Yep. They announced that they had a baby uh, via surrogate last mm-hmm. week. I believe it was on Friday, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was uh, Friday afternoon, which interesting timing. I mean, that's the day that you bury things. So that's mm-hmm. very interesting uh, that they that they would give that big piece of pop culture news. entertainment news on a Friday. That means like, hey, we don't want to dominate the headlines, which is not like yeah, them. Yeah, because you feel like that should be a Monday with like a full spread in people. Right. Mm-hmm. But they're clearly not doing that 
which I we have yet to understand why, but maybe you've got details. Well, I don't really, but have you noticed ever since they announced it, every headline the, the headlines very quickly were like, "Hey, they they had a baby," and then with no other information, they were like, "What other angle can we take?" So every headline has been that the two have been renovating their gigantic, amazing mansion to make room for baby because everybody knows there's no room for a baby in a mansion. Where am I going to put the baby? Tell me exactly what they had to do, but really it's just telling us what they had to do, which makes me wonder, is this just the first step in a greater media narrative where they tell us everything leading up to the birth of the baby and then... You know, there is the unveiling sort of, of the baby of the revealing of the baby and people or something like that. I don't know. That's a really good question. Um, but here's why this is a D-bag double down. And it's not Chonus. That's the D-bag. It's okay. actually Cosmopolitan. Ooh. Because as I, you know, I, I tend to scroll by the, those uh, headlines about them renovating their mansion to make room for baby because I'm like, ugh, okay, fine. Like nobody knows anything and it's just dumb. And there's a lot of these articles. But this one was a little bit different. Let me read the headline. Oh, okay. Uh, the headline has changed. Headline? Of course. We have to create an app that will capture a headline for us I and know. put it on the grid so that they can't, because they always are doing this. What what was the headline? Well, the headline was inside now? Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas's renovated $20 million mansion. So it indicated that you would open up this article... And they were going to share with you what they had done to their $20 million property, which, by the way, is boasted as the most expensive home sold in the neighborhood where they are. Yet, not enough room for baby. Uh, and we've heard they spent months renovating the house after they moved because they wanted to make it more family friendly. I certainly can understand that. Yeah, got to put in all those plastic things yes. on the outlets. Yes, um, they needed all those little cabinet things so that you don't open the cabinet. Yep, that costs about twenty million dollars on a house that size. Oh, for sure, that's a lot no. of baby proofing. Uh, no, but we, you know, we've heard all of these things, but this article made it sound like they were going to pull back the curtain and we were going to get the grand tour of their newly renovated house. And mm. sure enough, you open up this article, which, by the way, somebody must have called them out because they changed the headline. Because they were like, um, excuse me, yeah. you're not delivering yeah. anything because I'm scrolling right now and I don't see anything. So what's interesting about it? like in- Instagram posts. Yeah, the body of the article is exactly the same. The body of the article has not changed. It's like, hey, they got this mansion. They've managed to keep the pregnancy secret for nine months. Now the news is out. Now people are talking about how they renovated this mansion for their growing family. Um, a source said when they bought the house together, they had children in mind. They were hoping to have kids. They needed a place with a lot of outdoor space and greenery, blah, blah, blah. It's this really expensive house, yada, yada, yada. And then that's basically the end of the story. Hmm. So you see nothing. So we still haven't gotten any details on anything, which is interesting. We I don't think that's know. interesting. Uh, well, let's just marinate in that for a minute. Mm. Well, you know, okay, so let me be as beneficent uh in my first interpretation mm-hmm. as possible mm-hmm. in that like let's just assume uh everything's real and nobody smokes mm-hmm. okay 
you know, they put everything else on display from the very moment they, you know, sort of fell in love. They've told us this, like, detailed, detailed story about how they came together. There was, like, an all-points bulletin media blitz to tell us about that. And then we followed along as a public on the trajectory of that relationship as it blossomed and then led to a marriage, which the wedding in and of itself was, uh, you know, a highly publicized event and the lead up was highly publicized mm-hmm. and everything was covered by tabloids like people etc and so th- it what's interesting is that that this moment in their life is the only thing that they're asking for privacy for which right. okay again i'm gonna say let's give them the benefit of the doubt maybe they're like you know this is one area we don't want to share with the whole world that's the altruistic interpretation i feel like you could have other interpretations it's very open to it. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't know, because I'm struggling with this because we we literally know nothing. Like we don't, we know a baby. We know, we know baby. We don't know gender of baby. We don't actually know exact timing of birth of baby. We don't, we know nothing, which is why I have a whole theory that is based on nothing. Which is that there isn't actually a baby, and they're going to cast I love that you a think baby. There's no baby. Like they're just going to show up one day and be like, uh, "Actually, no, there's no baby." I don't think they'll ever tell us that there's no baby. I think that they will hope that they will cast a baby for you, <laughs> you know. Think they're going to hire a baby to like? Yeah. Like they're going to like like Ford modeling agency, and they're like, "We need a baby." Yeah. I really do think they're going to cast a baby and then in a lifetime role for I mean, whenever like, they well, need a work? baby. But then after a while, like there are plenty of celebrity children you never see. Right. And they're going to act like they're just intensely private. But like 50 years from now, 40 years, 30, a few, a lot of years from now, somebody's going to write a tell all and it's going to be like, guess what? There was never a Jonas baby. It's going to be I mean, me, by the way, that writes. That. Yeah, no, I was going to say you may want to take you want, might want to file your trademark for that now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Colleen Lindstrom's new series this summer, my podcast, searching for the baby. Yeah, I mean, um, I just feel like there's not been any evidence of baby. I, I just think like I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I just think that the final deal to have the you know full meal deal inside look people magazine spread of new baby and mom and dad and family is in the works mm-hmm. also so like, i think they're just putting it off to sort of build the build the um excitement excitement holly oh yeah well and also being radio silent has to go along with the narrative where they're asking for, for privacy because if they were out in this short of a timeline mm-hmm. going out and being public with it well then everyone would be just like us and being like well now wait a well, second and i will say this the the fact that they've asked for privacy ups ups the uh the premium that people are going to be willing to pay for those tell all pictures yeah but i still listen i'm going to need to see some resemblance <laughs> as Colin fast needs- as possible well, yeah, yeah. I'm just I saying. Mean... <laughs> uh, I know it's uncomfortable, and I do just want to say that surrogacy is a wonderful gift, and it, it, I, I do not, I don't want to appear as though I'm saying 
that this is not true because of that. I'm not saying that. Oh, sure. It yeah, is a yeah, wonderful yeah. gift. I am looking at the two no, people. No, she just wants you to know that she's wearing the tinfoil hat fully oh, it's, attached it's, to her head. I, I've, I've had it permanently installed. Thank oh, you. Oh, looks like a little swan. Holly, I'm actually surprised <laughs> that there haven't been any blind items about this yet. Well, there have been. We talked about it last week or earlier this week. Oh, look at that. I forgot already. <laughs> but nobody was casting a baby. Right? No. Was, so no, they were wrong. No, 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 that's no, no, why no. I didn't pay okay. attention. That's why she doesn't remember. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it doesn't, okay. doesn't go with my theory. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's your favorite soup? It's soup weather. Also, it's chili a soup. Soupy. 651-641-1071.